of the Hop Nation USA podcast, and we're coming to you live from Southern Tier down on the North Shore. That will explain any errant background noise that you might hear. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I must explain that the North Shore, for those that aren't from Pittsburgh, North Shore is Pittsburgh. It's between the stadiums. You'll figure it out. There you go. Just Google it. You'll be yeah, fine. Just Google it. You'll be fine. But yes, we're here at the uh, Southern Tier Brew Pub. It's not just a tap room. They actually brew here. And uh, we are joined by Adam. You already heard. Absolutely. We also have our returning guest host, Dennis. What it do, bugaboos? I'm Steve, obviously. And we have two representatives of Southern Tier. So I'll just let them introduce themselves and what they actually do here down at Southern Tier. Hey guys, uh, I'm Justin Shaw. I'm the head brewer here at Southern Tier Brewing Company. I'm Cassandra Bunsey. I'm the events and marketing manager here at Southern Tier Pittsburgh. Thanks for having us. Excited to be here, guys. Yes, Thanks thank for you. coming. Thank you for coming on the show. And sitting in the brew house. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what I was going to say. That is where we're at right now. We are in the epicenter. I just can't. Fi- I just can't get out of this place. I guess. Right back in. Happens. <laughs> you live right. here. This is your job. You yeah. live here now. <laughs> so speaking of, uh, we're going to be drinking some beers that were brewed right here on site. Uh, especially uh, the first two. Uh, these were not made at the mothership. These were made here in Pittsburgh on the North Shore. Uh, you can see them making it behind the glass where we're sitting right now. Uh, so Justin, we'll have you uh, introduce the first beer of the evening. What the hell are we drinking? Okay, guys. Um, our first beer is going to be our hazy IPA. We call it. It's kind of formerly the North Shore Fog, um, which was one of our first, I guess, more popular beers um, uh, that we got going down here in the Pittsburgh community. It's a hazy, juicy style IPA. The cool thing about this beer, a little bit of a backstory, is we were. I mean, our, our brewery hasn't really, you know, dabbled with any like New England style or hazy style beers. Um, so we kind of wanted to you know, test some. You know, test the waters in Pittsburgh. Um, so I was able to kind of be, be pretty creative and uh, you know work with the team in Lakewood to help develop a beer that ended up turning into a brand. We actually uh, you know put some uh, some work behind this beer and some you know so, uh, some market research down here in Pittsburgh. And uh, if, if you've seen the Lakeshore Fog out in stores or on tap panels around, um, that beer was actually inspired off the beer we're about to drink. Oh right now, so th- so this one came first. This one came first. This yep. is the original, the OG. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. We changed the name just to kind of eliminate confusion, um, mm-hmm. but we call this one the Hazy IPA. Okay, right on. What's the ABV and IBUs on this? The ABV is going to be six and a half percent, and I targeted twenty IBUs on this. So I wanted to, you know, have a, a lot of hot flavor, you know, and a low, you know, low bitterness, and a lot of the, you know, those flavors and aromas. Right on. Uh, just out of curiosity, uh, can you divulge what kind of hops are in this? I can. Um, so, so this one was hopped with Citra and Amarillo. Um, I almost hopped those two 50-50. I did a pretty aggressive dry hop on that one, a pretty early on dry hop. Um, so we're getting a lot of flavors, like a lot of late hop additions, um, you know, that really help, you know, bring some juicy uh, flavors out in this one. So Right on. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I guess we'll take you out of the spotlight for a second. Let's uh, let's get to the beer itself. There we go. Yeah. So uh, for those of those who haven't been on the show or if this is your first episode listening, we'd like to take a look at the beer, just kind of remark on its looks, take a smell, and then we'll take a taste. So... Looking at the beer, it looks like a hazy IPA. Right. Yeah, they called their shot. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, nailed it. It's got a nice yellow straw color to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
a good haze the uh, the hen. Uh, got a nice looking hen. Uh, it's been sitting here for a minute or two while we were setting up, kind of just taunting us. Uh, to be perfectly honest, uh, <laughs> but it, it came out nice white hen. Uh, still a little bit hanging around, uh, hanging on the glass nicely. Good looking beer. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, guys. <laughs> so on the nose, I got a lot of that citra up front. Yeah, but absolutely. On the taste, I get, I get, feel like I get more of the amarillo. Mm. Like there's a little more of an earthiness and a little more of a bite to it. Right, pulling in on the back end a yeah. little bit. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. But the nice thing, Dennis, you said that it's pulling a little bit on the back end, it but, it, but it doesn't, it, to me, it doesn't linger that much. Right. And that's what I appreciate because <laughs> I, I am not a linger guy when it comes to hops. I'm not a hops guy. Yeah, those Period. 20 IBUs, <laughs> they're all about that life. I know. <laughs> the lower, the better. It's definitely really refreshing, though. I was going to say that, Steve. I'm actually uh, perspiring profusely yeah. uh, at the moment, and this is a perfect beer for that reason. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a little bit of a hot, muggy day today yeah. in Pittsburgh. And, uh, a little storm came through. Yeah, I know we made a little bit of a hustle from uh, gar- uh, from the garage that we parked in to get over here. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm a little sweaty myself. <laughs> I think these tanks still might be hot as well, guys. Ah, uh, uh, okay. We had right. a brew day today. So. This is my version of hot yoga. So. <laughs> So I've actually done a beer yoga before, which was great, except for the fact that the yoga instructor cared nothing about the beer, and she just went through a regular session, and then whenever you could, just grab a grab a drink, grab a drink. So it completely destroyed everything. Oh, man. She didn't get it. She didn't, <laughs> she get, didn't get it. it. Right. She and didn't then get it. afterwards, she's like, oh, we went through this quicker than I thought we would. Because you weren't enjoying the beer. You were just going through the movement. Let us enjoy this a little bit. Come on, work with us. You need a lot of child's pose. (laughs) I'd hate to see her do uh, goat yoga. Because goats just running around at that point. What are they doing there? I don't know. Just kicking it. That's all. Eat your clothes. (laughs) Right on. So, yeah, I, I think we're all enjoying this beer, and that's, you know, a little bit surprising. Adam is not. You know, too complaining. So obviously, it's a really good hazy IPA. No, I, I am not. I am not grumpy right now, and yeah. that is a good thing. So, Justin, you did a good job. Appreciate yes. that, guys. Yeah. Yeah. First yeah. one down. Good job. Yeah. Thank you for the feedback. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll come back to it at the end of the segment. But now we want to get to learn a little bit more about Justin and Cassandra and the uh, North Shore location here. So I can just say right off the bat, I I think all three of us, me, Adam, and Dennis all have been fans of southern tier right for a long time yes i concur uh, yeah i i know i've been chasing pumpkin pre <laughs> warlock warlock i'm still yeah. i have i get a case of that every year but i spent 90 dollars to have a case reserved at jr's wow. because jr's was the only place in the area that was getting it at the time yeah jr's yeah. was the best that's what started my love affair with jr's <laughs> that's true fandom right there. yeah <laughs> and i can tell you that I, i've been chasing pallets as well you know, you get word, oh, there's a pallet of pumpkin here. Okay, we got to go grab yep. that. Two hours later, you get there, and three-quarters of the pallet is gone. And you're lucky you got it. Okay, I got it. I'm good. I can right. get back to get back to life again. And I would definitely agree with that. So the pumpkin, the warlock, and all those higher ABV beers, they tend to age very well. So mm-hmm. I'm still sitting on some 2017 warlock. Nice. <laughs> Just do like a mini vertical every year. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm also a huge fan of the two times IPA yeah. as well. So, the, yeah, I, I've been in love with uh, Southern Tier for a while. So we're really happy to be down here. Yeah. And Appreciate that, guys. We're happy that now, finally, people ask the question over and over. 
Is Southern Tier open? Can we not? We can confirm it is. I thought we were over that. That was was a thing. Don't call it a comeback. That was a thing. That was a thing. Yeah, so we're proud that we we were able to finally open our doors mid-January of 2017. Um, And since we've opened our doors, we've gone along for the ride. So we kind of strapped in, and it's been a nice ride since our open so you know for us the whole what are we open you know those first couple days of people coming into the preview days and sending out those pictures i i I think we took that as very humbling i mean i think that we had a very anticipated release um and for a lot of not our doing there were there were some delays right, in the timeline right. to open. So right. opening a full scale <laughs> restaurant, as well as a functioning brew house that needed to be functioning as we opened, um, securing the liquor license because we also sell our own spirits. Oh yeah. So true. we bring our spirits in from New York from the Southern Tier Distillery. So all those things take a little bit of time, and we wanted to make sure that the guest experience as we opened the doors was a true Southern Tier experience. Mm-hmm. So that was really super important to us, and you know, as someone who's been in this building since the hard hats and the bar wasn't even built. Um, you know, we were as excited and as anticipating as everybody else. So I hope that we have delivered a product to Pittsburgh that doesn't disappoint. Um, we strive to, you know, what Justin does with the beer here is phenomenal, but really it's about the whole experience. Right. We hope your service is phenomenal. We hope your food is, you know, we don't serve you know, typical pub fare. Like we have a, right. an executive chef driven menu uh, with some pretty fun offerings. And so from soup to nuts, we hope you have a great time. It's about everything right. to You're us. You're not two dimensional. No, right. we're not two dimensional. And I, I, you know, I think that the beers, I think if people come in for their love of beers, I hope they leave with, that was a great time. I want to bring my friends there. Oh my God, you've never been to Southern Tier? Let's go. Um, and with the way that the addition in the beer garden, um, the beer garden opening was a game changer for us in terms of what it looks like on the North Shore. Mm-hmm. And we added some turf this year. I don't know if you guys saw that oh, on I there. Did. I was going to talk about that. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, the beer garden itself is it's kind of its own experience. It's almost like having a park in the middle of the North Shore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we do welcome well-behaved, leashed animals. I say animals because we have had cats. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had rabbits yet, but we have had cats. I was just about to ask. <laughs> yeah, no rabbits, but definitely uh, some cats. They've been fun. So, you know, I think on days where there people are like, oh, man, it's nice out. What do we want to do? Like, I hope that Southern Tier comes to mind, mm-hmm. not only to try, you know, a little bit of all that we have, but just come chill. Yeah, absolutely. So one thing I found out, uh, Justin and I were talking before we uh, started up the mics, was the amount of local craftsmanship that is in this restaurant itself. Uh, we were putting tables together, and he was telling us that the, the tabletops were actually uh, produced by, by Amish up in Mercer County. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. they've got that local fare. They've got that local flavor here. Uh, and I, w- I was very impressed with that. I didn't think uh, that that level of detail was going to be going to be in this restaurant and i'll say like you mentioned earlier you haven't been to southern tier yet we got to go i've said that multiple times right, <laughs> right. uh and, and i really appreciate coming into this space and and just the fact that you guys went above and beyond to to get that local craftsmanship in here as well it just right. makes it that much cooler well here's some actual fun facts so next time you are in southern tier mm-hmm. and when you're in the main um not the outside space but the inside space look at the light fixtures mm-hmm those light fixtures are all every all everything that's barreled in here came from Southern Tier 
barrels okay. that we did some of our aging in. So every barrel in here came from Southern Tier. So there was once beer in everything that you see on the wall. And on the light fixtures on this side and um, both over the, where the dining room tables are mm-hmm. and over the high top tables in the bar area, those were all built by a local craftsman, um, Derek, and he did the installation. Um, we only ordered two of those initially, but when he delivered them, they were like, give us four more. <laughs> um, same thing with the standing rails in the center. Those were handcrafted on site, but also by Derek. So that's awesome. That's all wood that for a week and a half, we just had press like the, I don't know, what do you call those? Those the, clamps, yeah. Oh, okay. the clamps. Yeah. They were oak clamps, and yeah. they were just big clamps. Just holding the glue. Yeah, yeah, like all the glue was holding together. And when you look at them now, the way that they're aging, you know, they were once perfect pieces of wood. And now mm. I think they're starting to tell the story of two years later. So you have divots, you have a little aging on yep. the end, you mm-hmm. have a little splintering. It's all very authentic, and it was all done local Pittsburgh. Yeah. Wow. And that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, that's a great way to ingratiate yourself to the local community. Jumping back just a little bit, you were talking about when you were opening, you had you know some challenges while you were opening. What challenges did you find after you were first open? Was there anything that kept you from really bringing anybody in, or was it mostly accepting? Because we all know Southern Tier, like pre-2014, which is what I'd call the, you know, the Pittsburgh boom, we just right. celebrated five years with Grist House and Brew Gentlemen. And, right, right. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of five years that went along. So, like, 2014, I'd say, is the boom. But this opened in 2017. So, was there any, you know, any challenges to overcome doing that? I don't think so. I mean, I think from uh, once people got the word that we were open and what our hours were, those first couple of months are... To me, as a as what I was then was a floor manager as well as the marketing manager. Those were a blur. You know, we were putting in <laughs> all of our staff was putting in 16-hour days, either to start or end the day, and it was just a constant stream of people. Um, the challenge, I think, one of the things that our original brewer, who's now um, in Charlotte, uh, David Harry's, who built the brew house with Finn. Uh, Finn Demink, the owner of Southern Tier, um, the founder of Southern Tier, they literally built the brew house mm-hmm. with their own two hands, which is great. Um, I think one of the things that was really important to David and Finn, as well as the brand as a whole, was that we get involved with the local scene. So before we even opened, we did a collaboration brew. We invited all the brewers up to Lakewood. Justin was a part of that. Um, And we invited all the brewers to come up to see the facility. We didn't want it to be anything antagonistic. Like, we're here, but like we want to be a part of the brewing scene and we want to contribute. So when we opened the doors, we started having conversations with Brian at Grist House and, and some other leaders that what became of those conversations is now the Pittsburgh Brewers Guild. Okay. So, oh, wow. you know, that our first meeting was right over there at that table. So um, it was really important for us to become a part of the community really quickly and not and, and use whatever leverage we had to bring everybody up. Um, you know, to make sure that we had a voice and that everybody had a voice equally. And, and how do we do that in Pittsburgh? And how do we really put the amazing beer that's being made in Allegheny County on the map and how do we make Pittsburgh a beer destination. And so that's that's been a passion of Justin and I. And Justin came on and Justin immediately got involved with the Guild as well. Um, so we're pretty active in that and, and feel really passionate and strong about supporting 
all beer mm -hmm. that happens. So uh, speaking of talking about supporting all beer, I know that uh, that Southern Tier has a couple of other locations. Uh, specifically, you talked about Charlotte earlier. Uh, is there any plans or any thoughts of having collaborations between the individual uh, brew pubs or uh, any any swapping of regional yeah. brews or anything like that? Justin, any, any yeah. insight on that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could definitely speak on some collaborations that, that will be coming. Um, as far as kind of getting Cleveland's beer here, or Charlotte's beer on tap here, there's some difficulties with that, um, with the state and the government and certain issues. But um, we actually just talked recently about doing some some Cleveland and Pittsburgh uh, collaborations, um, kind of dipping into like each other's markets and just kind of just having fun. Um, but as far as, like I said, like serving each other's beers, I don't think we can do that. Um, Have you ever thought about just getting Burt Reynolds in a black Trans Am and just making a midnight run? <laughs> Let me go on Auto Trader. Uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's get this done. Okay. R.I.P. Burt Reynolds. <laughs> That'll be the hard part. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you could also get the Duke boys. They're oh, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. We can yeah. get a 69 Charger. We'll be good with that. Yeah, they'll cross state lines for you. We can make this work. That's right. I mean, hell, if Matt Damon can grow potatoes on Mars, we can make this happen. <laughs> Walk in the park. Nice. Cassandra, you mentioned how there are... You also sell the Southern Tier Spirits yes. out of this uh, location. And I noticed that there are coming around a lot of canned spirits yes. from you know other locations like you know BrewDog. They do canned spirits, and I think Dogfish Head might start doing them soon, and I believe Southern Tier is doing some. We do. We have canned cocktails um, from the distillery in Lakewood. The challenge is Pennsylvania Liquor Control. We've That's heard what that I before. Was yeah, oh, yeah, I'm sure this is a, something new. Um, so I believe that we've applied for permitting, um, and that process is just pretty slow. So as soon as whatever approvals and regulations they come out with for the canned cocktails, you know, we're we're they're really good product, mm -hmm. um, and. We're all kind of bummed that we don't have them. Uh, <laughs> really bummed that we don't have them because they're, they're they are that oh, good. And it's that alternative beverage, you know, the right. standard bottled, um, mm -hmm. you know, to beer. So it's it's actually one of our competitors if you think about it. As a brewer, um, are those canned cocktails? Yep. Mm -hmm. um, but it's yeah, it's it's uh, pretty exciting that we're you know dipping into that, and uh, I'm sure we'll start to do some more of that stuff too from us. Yeah. I, I was just curious about you know possible coming here because I know I've been in Ohio, and you know I take runs over there every now and then i take my own duke boy runs and i i've actually had a couple co canned cocktails from a texas location and i can tell you like canned Mo moscow mules are pretty damn good true but i would yeah. much prefer to buy like pittsburgh right <laughs> you know right. Buy pennsylvania well and i you know and i think that we're itching to do it and i think that we that's been on our radar for eight eight or nine months so it's just a matter of timing i i don't mm -hmm. think it's a matter of if i think it's a matter of when okay um, and the other thing too that you know I, I think is a challenge but I want uh, you know your listeners to be mindful of is that we also can need to consider where we are um, so canned cocktails have an ABV that's of good. significant <laughs> right. um, of good. so when you're looking at where we're at in proximity to other establishments that serve alcohol down here as well as the stadiums you know we also have to be a steward for the community and, right. and think about those mm -hmm. things too and, and, and how we regulate without you know iron fisting but right. you want to make sure that you're 
not hurting somebody as well. Right. Yeah. You're aiding in their good time, not the cause of something. We we didn't get our shipment during the uh, Kenny Chesney concert. <laughs> oh, right, exactly. <laughs> Quote yeah. Oh man, we missed the it. shipment just didn't come in. Sorry. Yeah. That's a matter of national security. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a swipe light kind of day. Right. right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. So I mean, I think that's exciting though, and I, I think it's exciting when you look at Southern Tier across the board and you see that distilling is doing amazing things. That each individual location is put putting out amazing beers and different brands and. You know, what Justin is able to do here and the way that it's he's been able to scale that nationally, I, I, it's kind of a, a testament to our commitment to innovation and not being behind a trend, but actually can still being in front of those things. So, you know, I think that's, that's what a brand, what we're always striving to do. So is there anything that you're seeing that's that's the crest of the wave right now uh, beyond the cocktails uh, in the beer scene that you guys are seeing that's that's rising, that's a rising tide? I mean, you've seen like the emergence of like the milkshake type beers, the hazy mm, IPAs. Right. I know those have been around for a little bit now. Um, in my eyes, I just kind of see the craft lagers kind of making a comeback. Um, I, I got no. Thank God for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I know, like as brewers, they do take a little longer in the tank. Right. They take mm -hmm. up some space, but um, that's something I kind of see coming. Uh, there's a bunch of cool like wild fermentations that uh, you know can kind of create some cool flavors with sours right. and some barrel aging. Um, that, which is stuff we're gonna be working on in Cleveland, so it'll be exciting to see what nice. uh, those guys could do up there. I like how we talked about earlier, how you guys are multifaceted, not two-dimensional, and through this conversation, because I didn't really think of it before, but you could tell that's what Southern Tier is all about from top to bottom. You guys are really building a brand and you've built a brand to where if something changes in the industry, you have multiple pillars to fall back on. From a business perspective, That that's really great, and you guys are an operating model for a lot of breweries that are starting out and some that have been in the industry. No, right. No, I appreciate you know hearing that. Um, we have a pretty good you know portfolio. You know, someone comes in here, pretty sure we can point to something on the menu that we're you know they can at least give it a try and hopefully enjoy right. it. Um, we have a pretty good wide variety of beers here, um, which is you know pretty unique if you think about how many breweries there are and how many right. offerings that they actually have. So. And I've used that to my advantage before. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Just saying, hey, let's go to Southern Tier. They'll have something you like. I just know that. Yeah. <laughs> that which is Adam's code for, I don't like IPAs. I need to find something I can drink. That is correct, yes. <laughs> Adam, I think you're my spirit. <laughs> so we, we're going to have some good drinking yes. to do. Oh, man, that's awesome. Adam's been looking for a friend. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. I, think, I do think that I'm yeah, just kidding. Sure. Love you. I think one of the things that we do pride ourselves on is that our staff and, you know, Justin commits to doing a monthly test tasting with the staff and so oh, all of our staff is um all of our serving staff and bar staff are all cicerone beer server certified oh, okay um that's a really super important to us and justin does ongoing training with them so i think what we do do is pride ourselves on you know the person that comes in and says i don't drink beer bullshit by the time you leave <laughs> by the time you leave we have found a beer that you can drink mm -hmm. and that you will like so i think it's you know that that's a part of the service experience that i just came because my husband likes your craft beer like my right. husband's addicted to whatever you know and they're like rolling they're like you got any cider and we're like uh we got beer so um but it's a matter of getting those folks like really having a conversation like what flavors do you like what don't you like about beer mm -hmm. and it's awesome that we have 30 taps so we can say, wow. I can find you something. Right. For sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you can still have a great craft experience mm. and I can find you. You may not love it, but I can find you something that you can at least kind of connect with. Right. And then that's the gateway drug 
two craft beer. Right? Amen, brother. Like, yeah. All it takes is one. <laughs> Find a jumping off point. <laughs> so uh, are there any events coming up? The future, probably like Father's Day or what? What else is coming up? D Day, uh, not D Day. Flag Day. <laughs> Most people don't celebrate those with beer. Yeah. July Fourth. Uh, yeah. Most you July celebrate 4th. anything with beer. <laughs> so we have um, an ongoing live music series every Thursday from five to eight, um, and that's in the beer garden. Unfortunately, we are not doing that this evening that we are recording because um, of the torrential downpours for oh, the last 48 hours. 28 was a river. Yeah, yeah. it's it's been pretty bad. So uh, we postponed him. We rescheduled for this week. But that's every Thursday from 5 to 8. And we also do have a $4 feature on live pale ale um, during that time. Um, we have every Sunday you can come in and play whatever board games. So we have Sunday Fun Day. That's every week. Oh, right on. Um, we have a daily happy hour from 4 to 6. And then um, on Father's Day, we do, we're doing Father's Fest this year. So there'll be a brunch um, from 10 to 2 p.m., I believe. Um, and then we're going to do giveaways and all kinds of fun stuff that day for dad. And um, it, there's always something going on, kind of. But Father's Fest is the big one for June. Um, we do a uh, ongoing program called Monday Matters, um, which we have identified a, a Monday of the month. And from five to eight, if you come in and you support that organization, we give 15% of whatever you spend back to the charity. It doesn't cost oh. you anything. It comes sort of off of our line. Okay. So you identify that you, yes, I want to support that charity, and we get 15% back to that organization. So we, we've worked with Humane Animal Rescue for our first one. The second one, we did the uh, Three Rivers Water Alliance. Um, they approached Justin, so water is super important to beer. Yeah. Pops, <laughs> yeah. Right. So um, for Earth Day, Justin did a 422 beer. He brought back 422. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. It was the original Southern Tier Earth Day beer. Started in 2004. Light, oh, um, light pale wheat ale. It's delicious. I think might have had, had it. That. Might have. Oh, it, you would have loved it. Oh, it was okay. a beer that I, I drank. Oh, all right. So yeah. <laughs> so Justin was like, Justin gives me beer like the Justin brews. He's like. Maybe. <laughs> so this one, he was like, oh, "You'll like this," yeah. and I drank yeah. it, and I was like, "You're right, I love this." This is all sounding yeah, so nailed familiar. It. <laughs> nailed it. Um, so we were able to brew a beer for that uh, for Earth Day, and then do something for, for to support the waterways. And our next one coming up is at the end of June, and we're actually supporting the PA Vets Association. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, not vets that way. Vets uh, like animal vets. Oh no, my dog's my best friend. <laughs> okay, perfect. So <laughs> Sunday, June, yeah. Eat. So Sunday, June thirtieth, from one to five. If if dogs are uh, dogs and cats are on the forefront of your mind, um, that's going to be actually a really cool event. Um, and we're raising money. They're starting. Listen, how cute this is. You can totally edit this out if you want. But oh no! I no. just want to tell you, we love cute. Like, if it's cute, it's in. I think this is awesome. So they are. Would you make editing decisions? I know, right? We drink the same beer. He likes cute. We're vibing. Um, so they're doing a Meals on Wheels for dogs. They're piloting a oh, cool. program in Allegheny County. So if the owner can't afford or go out to get the food, they can call the association and they will drop by food for a month 
for their pets. Oh, right on. So, cool. like, if they can't get to the mailbox Man. or get a Chewy delivery or afford it, to get a phone call. it's going to be Meals on Wheels for dogs, <laughs> which is awesome. I yeah, mean, is... I think that that's pretty noble. I think it's kind of out of the box. Yeah. So, so that's June. So there's right there's all kinds of stuff coming up. Right on. Well, come on down to Southern Tier. Check out one of the many events that they have going on. Or check them all out. I don't know. I'm not your doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I know we'll definitely share the Monday Matters. I didn't know about that. Yeah. So I definitely want to push that out as much as I can, especially mm-hmm. on our platform, to let our subscribers and constituents know about it. Swing in yeah. on Monday. Yeah. Especially because you, you know, for this one, because you all have dog lovers and all things, and you That's are true. a dog lover. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> well, we would appreciate it. And really, all you have to do is say, I'm, I, yes, like, yeah. use my check. It's not like that. Yeah, you know, yeah all they support. have to do is say it. They just have to say <laughs> now, yes. Do you guys ever have representatives from certain, those organizations here do, on those Mondays? Yeah, we sure do. So the first one that we did, uh, Humane Animal Rescue had a dog in the lobby that was adoptable. Um, so as people walked in, and that Monday was actually, it was, it was packed. They wow. drove tons of traffic in for that one. Um, and then for the Water Alliance, we had them out in the beer garden and they had an information table and they were doing uh, this is who we are, this is what we do, these are the organizations that we work with. That's cool. Yeah. Right on. Well, I think we're ready to come back to this first beer. Well, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> because all the glasses are empty. Yeah, we drank we all our drank beer. Them. <laughs> we just, drank them all. There's just victims out here, man. Yeah. Okay, round <laughs> two, <laughs> bigger glasses. Yeah. <laughs> But it's a good sign. It is. Uh, the sheer fact that my glass is empty readily, uh, that means it's a good beer for what, you know. Yeah. yeah I, well, I, at least it's quick. Because your glass is, all, it always gets empty. It's It'll just sometimes get empty. it takes longer than That's others. right. <laughs> this time it was just, you know, just easy drinking. Yeah. So it was, I don't want to say mindless drinking because that's not, you know, appropriate. But it was, I didn't have to think about it. I had to force it. It's just, oh, okay, beer. Great. All right. I'm digging this. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I dug it all the way to the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> that's coming from the guy who doesn't well, like IPAs, so right. from Dennis and I. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was really good. Well, you can't drink the bottom half without drinking the top half. You gotta yeah. get there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, from Dennis and I, I mean, that's a super refreshing beer. It's not too heavy on the hop bite at all. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of the Amarillo hop, but right. this one works for me pretty, you know, pretty fine. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I would drink a lot of this on a hot day in a beer garden. <laughs> Absolutely. And it, there's, it's not sweet. I'm getting yeah. really tired of a lot of those sweet oh God, yeah. IPAs. Now, this one, I can have all day, every day, pray to God, it's at any local pub or <laughs> dive bar that I go and play darts and pull at because this is the go-to beer for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I assume you're talking about the BrewDog Milkshake IPA that we had last week uh, that was all... I prefer R.I.P. <laughs> just let that, lay, lay that one down. Yeah, when you're when you're just saying, you know, too sweet for a hazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this, you know, the hops carried through in the back end. Yeah, like, no. I knew they were there. Gave me what I want without overindulging my taste buds. So yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. I mean, while different on the flavor profile, I would say it's more similar to the toppling Goliath Pseudo Sue mm. that we had. And the, it's very mild. You know, but the flavor and aroma is all there. Right. It doesn't punch you in the face, but it also isn't sickeningly sweet, like you said. I agree. So, yeah. And it's also similar in ABV, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all set to take a break. We'll load up again with bigger glasses. <laughs> I'll go check on my car, make sure it's still there. <laughs> and Dennis will make sure he has a ride home. <laughs> and we'll come back with segment two, and we'll get to learn Cassandra and uh, Justin a little bit more. 
First Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Welcome back to episode 109 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. We're still here live at the Southern Tier location on the North Shore. Steve, you sound like you're in a DJ booth right now. That's what my dream job was. I always <laughs> wanted to work erotica. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, was, did your dream die? But that answered it. <laughs> yeah. Well, if that ever happens, can we just make sure that Dennis does not get on the stage? Dude, you don't want that. I'm telling you. Especially if you're trying to make money. <laughs> if you're trying to end that business, I can help you there. <laughs> you got to change his name from Dennis, too. Yeah, that's true. Just now on stage, Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> the only guy that puts clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on. <laughs> See, I've already got your shtick figured out. All you need to do is take one of your brew boxes yeah. and strategically place it. Hey, man. You then know, you open it, and then there's a T-shirt. Yeah. And then you take the T-shirt out, and you put the T-shirt on. It was Lonely Island that did a song <laughs> yeah. on something like this. Yeah. We got this. We got you. We got your marketing figured that. out. You're going to make dozens of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make all the nickels as they hit my body. They're going to be crumpled. My soft, supple undershell of a body. <laughs> They're going to be crumpled and ripped, but you'll make dozens of dollars. <laughs> Tell my wife, look, we're not going to be rich, but we can have Ford ice cream. <laughs> oh, boy. We'll figure this out later. This is... This is a later time business meeting. We'll workshop that yes. one. For now, we're going to turn it back over to Justin, and he's going to explain us this other beer, our second beer of the evening. What have you brewed for us this time? So beer number two, we got a coffee blonde ale. So this was a really cool beer. Um, actually, my first beer I brewed down here, uh, my first recipe, um, was this coffee blonde ale. A little bit of background on the beer. Um, I, blew, I brewed a pretty standard, I guess, blonde ale but I wanted to take that beer down to a local coffee shop. And uh, I kind of mowed around, and I ended up uh, walking in. I was in Strip District and walked in uh, a coffee shop called Allegheny Coffee and Tea Exchange. Oh, okay. Um, so I met those guys, real, really great guys, uh, Derek and Eric over there. You know, they kind of informed me that they have worked with breweries before, and this wasn't just some crazy idea um, that I wanted to do. Um, so we picked, you know, a handful of coffees, and we just started doing some cold pressing, some tasting, you know, constant, some Blend in some beer and coffee in our mouths and what works with this beer. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was a fun little, you know, experiment. And we were able to kind of pick a blend that worked perfectly with uh, the beer I brewed. So nice. um, we picked a Tanzanian light roast, you know, from those guys over there. And uh, you guys want to give it a taste? Absolutely. Yeah, of course we do. <laughs> <laughs> We've been waiting for this moment. Right. So, yeah, I'm pretty, Cheers. Cheers. I'm pretty sure Allegheny City has also worked with um, Grist House on a couple of their beers. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So I think, yeah. Uh, looking at this one, though, looks like a Blondale, but it has that uh, little brownish tinge yeah. to let you know that it, there's a bit of coffee in there. Right. Yeah. Was this aged on beans or was it uh, just uh, putting in a cold press? Um, so I basically did some cold pressing with it, um, with the grounds. The way I do it is I kind of concentrate my cold press into like a modified hack barrel keg. Okay. Wow. You know, so that way I'm kind of like, you know, really concentrating my, my coffee and then I'm 
you know, pumping that back into my tank, but I'm also, you know, I'm not compromising a lot of color. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a pretty cool way to do it. I've got to do it a couple of times for, you know, a couple of big batches, but uh, it's, I think it's definitely a cool, this, you know, small way to kind of do, do a concentrated infusion. Right on, right on. Yeah. Uh, what was the ABV on this one? Uh, this one is 5.1. Nice and easy. Yeah. Super sessionable, drinkable. Yeah. 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 This, this definitely goes into the direction of, of a gateway beer. Where, it, as mentioned earlier, somebody who doesn't drink beer, but if somebody really likes coffee, send them this way. Absolutely. Because this is going to bring them in nicely. Because yeah. uh, it, it doesn't have a big, huge hop flavor. It's not overly malty. You know, it's got a good, round coffee flavor to it. And it's going to invite people in that don't normally drink beer but like coffee. This is going to be yeah, a absolutely. good gateway for that. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I can tell you right off the bat, like drinking it, it has a whole lot of coffee flavor up front. Like it's, it's it's all there for you, but on the back end, it, it kind of tapers off, and it like there's no bitterness that hangs right. around and, or anything like that. So even if you're not like super into coffee either, it's not a harsh coffee flavor. It's just really flavorful up front, like with the nice roastiness, and then it kind of tapers away, and then it like encourages you to drink it again. It's right. what it does. <laughs> I think if you, I what I enjoy about this beer in particular, and this is one of the beers that I do drink. Um, I I think that the coffee I think the coffee on the nose mm-hmm. tricks the mind into thinking it's more coffee than it is. Like mm-hmm. I I find the coffee in this one a little more subtle. I find the coffee in this one a little more subtle. And what I hear from guests all the time is that um, it's not too much, mm-hmm. and they say that they're surprised by the color of it. They expected it to be darker. Um, and I think that's again all a testament to how Justin Bruce like. I think that that it is. You, you just did it. So did tell them held, what you just did. I held my nose and I drank it, and you all right. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. So I think the coffee on the nose definitely. I think this is one of those beers that if you're a seasoned beer drinker, and you know what you're looking for, this this the subtlety in this one allows this one to be almost an all day drinker, right. almost a sessionable drink. So, um, Justin, what number? This is how many? This is what incarnation of this? beer for you oh this has got to be batch eight i think um, okay so this has become a staple for us wow, here okay. at the brew pub yeah. and i don't know what we would do without coffee blonde like we yeah, we go a, through it like he makes double batches yeah it's so been a regular is this something that is always on tap here um or tries to more be often least, not, yeah. <laughs> more often than not yeah at least once every other month yep can for sure yeah yep awesome. I'll, I'll definitely keep it in rotation um yeah, yeah it's just you know something the the crowd down here is you know really you know been enjoying so mm-hmm. Absolutely. Definitely super well balanced. I definitely agree with what Sandra was saying. There's a lot on the nose. It's like a full bouquet of coffee. Yeah. But once when you drink it, you get a little up front, and it tapers off to more in that blonde ale style. Yeah. And it's it's mighty fine. Mighty fine. <laughs> agree. <laughs> yeah, the, the only other thing I'll add is, uh, like, we've, we're all big fans of the Spoonwood Cold Drip City. Right. And the one thing you can notice, and it's probably due to working with, you know, a local coffee house, you know, in the area, is that you're not getting the same coffee flavor either. Like, right. they're, these are both good beers, but they're both different because they right. have right. that recognizable difference in coffee flavor. Right. So it's, it's worth, you know, it's worth drinking both of them, really. <laughs> right. They're both good based on their own subtleties. Yeah, indeed. Right on. So... Uh, I think we're going to continue drinking these out of our much bigger glasses, and hopefully we'll have some <laughs> left for the end of the segment. I'm a real boy. 
Cleveland. <laughs> uh, but for now, we're going to get to learn Justin and Cassandra a little bit more and just exactly, you know, what they do down here at Southern Tier. I want to start with Justin. You, you didn't do a whole lot of talking in the first segment, so I'm going to needle you a little bit more on this, on this one. <laughs> uh, so you, you, Spill the beans. Yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> Not the coffee beans. Uh-huh. <laughs> But uh, I just want to start out, how long have you been working with Southern Tier, and where did you start brewing? So with Southern Tier, I've been working for five-plus years now. Uh, it'll be six years in July. Um, I kind of got my start back near my hometown, um, a small town called Venango. If anybody listening has been ever, you know, like up there to yep. Sprague Farm and Brew Works. <laughs> I know exactly um, what you're talking about. You're talking yeah. to an oil city boy in okay, uh, Adam, so. There we go. <laughs> stomping grounds. So I grew up in Edinburgh, um, which is oh, about. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. <laughs> which, is, which is about 10, uh, 10 miles from Venango. Um, so I had some family friends kind of get, you know, I got involved, you know, when I was at Penn State University during the summers. It's kind of a summer job um, down at Sprague Farm and Brew Works, kind of helping keg beer, bartends, just kind of being a farmhand down there. It's a really cool brewery. Um, it's, it's it's really where I got my spark. Um, you know, Brian and Minnie are definitely you know some of the nicest people out there um you know i got, I got to learn the process at a small scale they grow uh, they grow their own uh, hops and barley down there which is pretty mm-hmm. unique um so i was able to kind of see some estate beers kind of come to life um you know which is pretty neat so yeah i was there for about two years and then uh just wanted to kind of i guess scale it up um is just just take the next step and uh, southern tier was uh, the direction i went and did you start at lakewood or did you start here I started in Lakewood the summer of 2013. So right on. Actually, was a, a shift brewer working the night shift, and uh, so we've been drinking your beer for quite some time. Now. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, nice. Yeah, man. Cool, so, cool. So, and then uh, when did you make the transfer down here? So uh, the original brewer, David Harry's, uh, we opened that Charlotte brewery. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of mentioned. Uh, got transferred there uh, to head up those operations. I moved down here September 2017 um, to take over as head brewer here. Oh, right on. And like you said, the coffee blonde we're drinking now was the first beer you brewed. So yep, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good start. <laughs> so yeah. is it just you uh, running the tanks, or are there others here uh, helping you out? Yeah, it's just, uh, just I guess it's a one man show. Uh, it's just, it's just me uh, down here. Um, is and it's the same thing, I guess, in Cleveland too. That we just have a kind of these two pub brewers. Gotcha. Um, yep. Now that you're part of the Southern Tier family, that also includes Victory and Six Point. And how much access do you have to the entire portfolio? Like, could you brew a resin if you wanted to? Can you? Um, do, you do you have the recipe to do it at home for yourself? <laughs> I could. I mean, I, I definitely. I, I guess I could say, you know, I guess full access. Um, us as brewers, we've all got to know each other um, as far as Six Point and the Victory Brewers. We're all a phone call away from each other, you know, whether it's, you know, any help we need, any ideas, any, like, inspirations. Um, if it's a full recipe, I'm, I'm, like, I'm sure, you know, the book's open both directions or all three directions there. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty neat, uh, you know, about our companies. We all kind of look out for each other. Uh, we help, like, any way we can. I actually spent a week over at Victory, you know, helping out in uh, Parksburg just about three weeks ago right so on. right on cool yeah i know that you you've uh, developed some recipes here do you have a, a pilot system here on site uh, to help you develop the recipes or how how do you get uh get those developed here in pittsburgh yeah so i guess we're sitting in our pilot system here we have uh it's just a t- 10 hectoliter brew house um it's gonna produce about eight and a half barrels you know per batch okay. so uh yeah just kind of got to trust you know like uh 
and I guess the process, you know, trust, you know, what I know as a brewer. And uh, I guess you, you still got to cross your fingers sometimes when you're coming to You, you just got to jump in and know you, yeah, exactly. that you know what you're doing. Exactly. So, um, yeah, just kind of trust the process and uh, got to, you know, get excited to see what comes from it. So something I had for you, Justin. So would, do you have any, um, I guess, accolades or help that you could put out there to some folks that want to get in the beer scene? It's getting very, very, not necessarily saturated, but it's a competitive environment. So let's just say I'm a 30-year-old guy, home brewer. I want to get into the commercial side of things. Any help that you can toss out there? Any words of wisdom? Yeah, I guess, uh, I mean, if it's a true passion of yours, definitely go after it. Um, you know, there's too many people I know that are sit- sitting at their jobs. You're probably listening to this right now. They don't want to yeah. be there. Um what I did um, to kind of like, like I guess, progress myself and uh, I, I guess separate myself and go the direction I wanted to go was I went to Siebel Institute in Chicago. It's a brewing academy. Um, like any schooling you can do, there's plenty of it out there. Um, we'll help you, especially when it comes to, you know, you're trying to scale up from that home brew to a commercial right. job. Like a lot of people, like a lot of employer, like employers will respect home brewers, but they also want some kind of formal education. Right. Um, so Absolutely. You know, that, yeah, like, and that's one thing that's available online as well, too, for people. So yeah, Definitely. Thank you for answering that because I get posed that question all the time. I'm like, look, I'm, I'm in the industry, but I'm not doing what you're doing. Yeah. I was like, so the re- the help that I gave them, just go down. Just yeah, friend your local in. brewery. Like, ask definitely. to talk yeah. to uh, yep. the brewer and say, just say, hey, is there anything, you know, I have questions on this, or is there Shadow, anything I can yeah. help with? Like, sure, just yeah. show that humility and get down. There. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of apprentice- apprenticeships out there. Um I, I'm sure you could even get an like assistant brewer job by just right. being being persistent and willing and and just kind of open with these guys. So yeah, there's definitely uh, a few avenues out there. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just add I think you know especially for you know our listeners in Pennsylvania, uh, we watched that movie Port and PA and they were talking about I believe it's in the Lehigh Valley that there's a program at one of the colleges in that area yes. and i also think penn state does something for brewer education so yeah, yeah it's really cool to see the universities kind of starting to get on board with that yeah yeah, um, yeah. especially on the east coast here yeah right. and, and you look at craft beer the the billions of dollars worth of of dollars that are generated you have to have that formal education because it's it's not a fly-by-night industry right. anymore sure. it's no longer a handshake right exactly it's much more formalized it's much more I, I, commercial is a bad way to say it but there's a lot bigger players involved now. So you have to have that formal education. You have to know what you're doing right off the hit. Sure. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm going to move over to Cassandra and learn, you know, uh, She's like, why, don't you, <laughs> why don't you tell us about your history with craft beer and uh, Southern Tier? You, you, you're kind of telling us off mic about right. what your favorite beer was and how you got into it. So why don't you uh, tell us about that again so for the, I, everybody? <laughs> I was an adamant I don't drink beer girl for uh, most of my adult life. I was a jack girl. Um, because, I, I, you know, I think that the misconception of beer before you really kind of dive in is that all beer is what you think beer is. So all beer then becomes, you know, I hate to say this, it's like Coors Light, Budweiser, whatever. And that's what yeah. you think all beer is. That's fair. So um, I was a traveling, I was a corporate trainer for Buffalo Wild Wings. And one of my jobs was teaching beer. And it was like, well, I don't drink beer. And so one of my, um, one of my bosses pulled me aside and said, you don't drink beer. Try this beer. And it was actually Helltown Mischievous, a brown ale, which I think 
I've done many browns since, and it's still in my top five. Um, but that was the beer that got me drinking beer because I I learned that beer didn't beer could be something different than what I thought it was, um, which is why I'm very passionate about finding beers for for folks because I think that there is a beer out there for everybody. Um, so I I started beer that way. Um, I redesigned how we trained people to talk about beers within the Buffalo Wild Wings system. Um, and then I was randomly, I read an article on Twitter that Southern Tier was coming to, to, to Pittsburgh. And I was like, Warlock? <laughs> so I was like, the chance to work for the wizard? I'm in. It's funny if you so, say that anywhere else. Yeah. Like it's, people are looking at you like you're weird. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> what? Well, that was, you're you know. A wizard, Harry. So I wrote Let's this. find him. Yeah, exactly. So I wrote this very impassioned cover letter, and like two days later, I got a call, and they were like, no, I got an email at 7 a.m. and it said, hey, do you want to schedule an interview? And I was like, sure, whenever. And I answered it right back because I was up drinking coffee or whatever. And he's like, how about right now? Um, so oh, I was like, sure. <laughs> I was like half a cup of coffee in and um, I talked to our EVP um, and he's like, I think you're right for Pittsburgh. So that's awesome. Um, came on board here. I have a slew of marketing experience um, from really a retail as well as digital marketing experience and having my own businesses prior to being a corporate trainer. So I brought a little bit of a whole bunch of stuff to the table. So um, this has been quite an adventure for me. Um, I've, I've, loved, I've loved every part of getting to know more about beer. And I think that the fun really of this particular position for me is having people have that aha moment and having the patience to sit with somebody and say like, Talk to me about what, you know, what do you eat? What do you drink? And kind of really getting to know people on a different level and making that connection. And for me, I think beer brings people together. And um, I love the way that it does that uh, in, in sort of a very just basic level. Like we, we don't maybe have much in common otherwise, but we vibe on beer and that makes you cool with me. So, so that's kind of how I got here. Um, so I've done a little bit of everything. Currently, I, I do all of our special events. Um, our outside events, and um, you know, I have a marketing function within this within the four walls here. That's awesome! Awesome! awesome. It's also nice to hear that you know your 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 interview process went rather quickly as compared to the one that we talked about last week that Ooh. lasted five months and didn't end in a job. Right? <laughs> yeah, that would be like that'd be kind of you know I I don't know I I think that and, and one of the things that we did too when we hired our initial staff here is like. They gotta feel right, right? Yeah. So like, if they just feel like, if it feels good, and and you just you just do it. Like, I was super stoked because I met Justin when I went up to Lakewood right after we got hired, and Justin and I were kind of friends before he came down here. And I was sad to see David go, but and I was like, Justin's coming, <laughs> yeah, like that's gonna be great for Pittsburgh. And you know, I think there are things that Justin won't tell you, but one of the things that I love about Justin being our head brewer now is that he's very accessible and like if we have guests that are struggling or guests that have questions or people that want to see the brew house or hear about what he does like he's always willing to go the extra mile and like kind of reach you know like talk to folks and when we release a new beer justin's always available for a couple hours and he's working the room and he's working the bar and he's like hey i'm justin i i brewed the beer you know awesome. and you can't in a size in a company the size of Southern Tier, what people deem the size, it's nice to know that like 
not only does Justin make amazing beers, but he's a good human and he likes people, you know? So I, I feel like it's a home run for us here. Yeah. So that's also got to help you out though, Justin, with like, you you go around and you talk to everybody. And when you release that beer initially, you can get good feedback by talking to people. It is. Yeah. Like it's all good feedback. I think that's, it's, it's, it's important. You know, like I've, that's basically why I do it, you know. Making beer for the people, it's, uh, you know, kind of getting that initial feedback, you know, kind of you know, making people feel a part of this place. Mm-hmm. People get excited for our beer releases. They, you know, they, there's people I've gotten to know because, you know, they're showing up again, you know, and they're, and, and they're here again. They're excited about it. Um, so that kind of fuels me as a brewer is to kind of see, you know, the I guess I can call them fans almost. Like that yeah, fan fans, reaction, repeat customers. Yeah, repeat all customers. that. Yeah. Um, it's just really cool. It's, it's just cool that it can get to that level. And, uh, you know, it's, I think it's always good to hear, you know, hear that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I think in this day and age, it's very easy to say craft beer fans and social media fans because you get people talking about other breweries like Tree, Trillium and Treehouse and things oh, like that. Yeah. So, like, obviously, every brewery is going to have some fans of some sort that just keep coming back and yep. talking about the beer. Yeah. So, yeah. I believe they important. refer to those as regulars. Regulars. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny because when we opened, we were like, how are we going to have regulars down here? Like, this is not a destination. Like, this is a destination. This isn't like a local, not, you know, yes. you wouldn't think like you're going to have like walk up traffic every day. But we literally have, yeah. there's, there's 10 or 20 people that are in here several times a week. And right. we definitely have our regulars. And it's nice. It's nice to see that even a destination brewery can have that as well. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we appreciate everybody that comes to the doors, but I, I think that the folks feel comfortable enough coming here almost on a daily basis, some of them. Yeah. I think that's pretty awesome. And and this is, like you said, kind of a destination brewery. Uh, this is definitely a great jumping off point for just the North Shore in general. Uh, anymore, it's the true. last couple of years, anytime anything has happened for, for me and my group of friends, it always starts out, we'll just meet at Southern Tier. Yeah. Right. Go there, have a beer, right. you know, chat yeah. for 20 minutes, half an hour, maybe have another beer. <laughs> and, then, and then go wherever it is that we're going to go, if it's a ball game or a football game or go to the casino or whatever it may be. But this is the jumping off. Point. Right. Yeah. I think one of the cool things that we did, too, and, and um, our relationship with War Streets and Allegheny City, which are two of our closest ACB. neighbors, mm-hmm. you know, and they're they're both, Alan and Jake are both amazing brewers and and really and, and really good humans and you know we we talked about in january february like what could we do to you know what like we're all kind of like january's and february's like who's going out on a friday night so we did our own little mini north side tour so we came up with this little postcard and if you came to all three spots in one night and you bought anything oh, yeah, it didn't matter if you bought it you came in here and get a keychain you, you got the Southern Tier stamp, then you can move on. And whatever brewery you landed at, you got a T-shirt for completing the Northside Tour. Oh, That's right awesome. on. So it was kind of cool. Like, we did our little, little mini tour within the Brewer's Guild Tour, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that was super successful. I mean, it was just super successful. And it was the three of us sitting at a table one day going, like, let's do something. Like, yeah. Yeah. what do you want to do? Like, let's all share people. Like, it doesn't matter where they start. It doesn't matter where they finish. And I think that's what... I, I think that's what I can, I'm going to speak for Justin here. I think that's what we both love about this. Like, yeah. I know that Justin has called Jake and been like, "Do you have a wrench?" You know, like <laughs> I, I'm missing this valve. Like, and I know Jake's been down here to like, you know, like I think right. that collaboration. Oh, yeah. Like when they're that close, I know. Like for Al, we ran out of growler caps. Doesn't sound like a big deal. Oh, not God. having growler caps is a big deal. Yes. So I knew that they had the same vessel. So I called him on a Sunday. It was like three o'clock. I'm like, I'm out of growler caps. Can I come get some? He's like, How many do you need? You know, like, so that's the collaborative spirit that I think that we love 
about our neighbors and about being a part of this community. Yeah, I think it stretches you know even farther. Yeah, the whole you know, the whole city, the guild. Oh all yeah, the guild absolutely. Members, I think we all have the same attitude about it. You know, yeah. we're all we're all kind of in it together. We all want to see good beer made. We all want to help each other. Yep. So and, and that's what we've run into talking to all sorts of breweries, different brewers, and things like that. Everybody's in this together. Yeah, Brewers are good dudes. Yeah. Yeah, They're yeah. just good dudes, like across the board. And dudettes. Yeah. There's a couple dudettes out there. Yeah, too. don't forget Meg Evans. And- <laughs> don't forget the dudettes. No, and she's great. Yeah, like, yeah. she's phenomenal. So, yeah. yeah. So, I, yeah, not to leave her out. Yeah, yeah. And we've heard, like Adam said, we've heard it time and time again. It was like, I think somebody just like busted a glycol line not too long ago. Yeah. And, you know, they had to reach out for glycol for, yep, you yeah. know. And so yeah, yeah. We Facebook were, was lit up within yeah. twenty minutes. People are offering up anything that they needed. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely something we hear time and time again. So Thank now you guys are all down to like you know more than halfway through oh. your glass. Oh, yeah, is, yeah. That is correct. Yes. <laughs> okay. So so what are we thinking now? Though. Oh oh, and we're done. And Dennis There's is done. Winner. Dennis There's is the winner. Done. <laughs> I'm curious now. What do you think? I love coffee, so this was already a win for me. Um, like I said earlier, you get that fresh bouquet of. coffee coffee beans like on the nose which is really inviting but as you drink through it you get some coffee up front that evolves into this really really tasty crisp blonde ale and it finishes that way so every sip that you take of it just at the end of it it just invites you back for more i can drink this all day i concur (laughs) (laughs) same wow no this this beer is a it's a slam dunk. Yeah. I, if and when it's on tap, yeah, I'm going to get it. Well, Here. I mean, it's on tap a lot, and I can see why. Right, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, this is definitely like kind of a start start the night out type of beer. Yeah, you know, I especially see it more towards like, you know, late late summer, early fall, you know, moving into when beers start getting really, really dark. Yeah. That's oh, my yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I would start my with time. this. My <laughs> time. <laughs> my time. So this the is a just is right you time. guys recipe here, right? Correct. North Shore. Yep. So is this canned, bottled? Got to come down and see you to get it. Yeah. For now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I like it. Yeah, so yeah. We'll see where it goes. But yeah. Yeah. For now, we got to get it on the North Shore. So. Cool. The reason it's ten to visit. minutes away for me. So it's right, an easy. I'm sell. winning. I'm winning. <laughs> but we do have uh, growlers and crowlers available, so you can do. Sure. Yeah. You can, you can do it. Right on. So you can, you can have some take home. You gotta stop and see us. Take home. Probably will. <laughs> awesome. Well, I think we're ready to wrap up segment two, and we'll come back with segment three. And it's going to be a quiz. Uh oh. Yep. And it's going to pit Team Hop Nation. I'm nervous. Against Team Southern Tier. Oh, it's it's already over. Are you the facilitator, Steve? (laughs) I'm the facilitator. Oh, man. This question's so hard. But but if you get it right, you feel so good about yourself. Trust me. This helps my confidence every time I do a show. (laughs) That's why we give you the easy ones. Wait, okay, so is it okay? I'm going to go give them shots of corn whiskey before we do that. Do whatever you need to. Am I stacking the deck if I do that? Whatever you need to. Hey, don't tease me with a good time. We'll figure this out. Steve's driving back, so I don't care. <laughs> if you got to give him a bomber of the Manhattan or the Sapsquatch, you go right ahead. <laughs> I can do that. I got it. I got it. All right. We'll be right back with segment three. 
Hey everyone, my name is Drew and I host a podcast called Dudes with Brews on a Porch where we let the drinks flow and the conversations go. Each and every week, me and a friend of mine, we sit down, we try a different craft brew, usually from the state of Wisconsin, and we just sit down and have a conversation. We talk about all aspects of life. Once a month, we talk about paranormal stuff and we always have a good time. You can find our show Dudes with Brews on a Porch on iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere else you find your podcast. Grab a cold one and hang out with us each and every week right here on the porch. Welcome back to segment three of episode 109 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. We're still here with Adam, Dennis, Cassandra, and Justin, and we're ready to play a little game. But first, our third beer. And we'll let uh, Cassandra talk about this one because she seems to like it a bunch. I do. (laughs) I love it. So we're drinking our uh, Nitro S'mores. Uh, this is new to our collection this year. It's a, one of our Blackwater beers, of course. It's one of the dessert beers. When you think of Southern Tier, I think you think about IPAs, and I think you think about dessert beers, outside of Pumpkin, of course. So um, with s'mores, we're looking at a 10% ABV. <laughs> <laughs> I think the IBUs are, like negligible yeah, at this point. Uh, you don't probably really don't matter. Any, you don't really get any. I can already tell I'm going to like this beer. <laughs> right. No, this is totally going to be your jam. 100%. So what I love about this beer, I love two things about this beer. First of all, I love that this beer grew as a national brand out of a collaboration that Justin did. Um, and we did a collaboration with two breweries. Who did you do that with? Did it with Hitchhiker and Rivertown. Oh, right. right on. So okay. this was... Uh, for the Brewers Guild bought yeah, right? Yep, it was, uh, I guess the Guild got together, uh, yeah. Yeah, like as a whole, we split up in I think the t- 10 teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, for the uh, uh, the, the event launch that yep. was at Nova Place. Yep, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah, yep, so we we focus on like a the pastry stout, um, dessert beer, we went with the s'mores. Um, Hitchhiker and Southern Tier together, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we actually use Pop-Tarts in the beer. Really? Yeah. Yes. Oh, Fun fact. So s'mores, Pop-Tarts. Pop-Tarts. Yeah, we, s'mores, Pop-Tarts. You know, like those guys at Hitchhiker, they brew with cereal. They're always right. doing oh, yeah. some oh, really okay. fun. They do crazy, crazy good, stuff. Crazy right. Stuff. right. <laughs> so Pop-Tarts for them wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. <laughs> no. You guys are like, whoa, yeah. sit down, I have this idea. <laughs> <laughs> They're like... <laughs> okay, <laughs> Right, exactly. So we got great feedback from that event, and everybody kept on our. We ran out of beer super quick at that event, and everybody's like, "Hands down, favorite. Hands down, favorite." And then we we got a couple uh, half barrels of it, and it was gone in three days. Wow, crazy! It was nuts. And so um, Justin introduced it to the team, and. We now have s'mores. And so what I love about this beer, I'll just tell you guys, and you can see if you have the same experience. Um, It's our first beer on Nitro. It's the first ever that Southern Tier has done on Nitro. Um, Awesome. What I love about this beer is I think that it's perfectly balanced. I think most of our dessert beers need to sit and come up to temp a little bit before you get all of the notes. I think this one, you get subtle graham cracker, you get subtle marshmallow, and you get subtle chocolate. The entire drink, from the first sip to the last sip, and it doesn't. One doesn't grow or outshine or outpower the other. So, can you tell I'm a stout girl? I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't chimed You're in about so any excited. beer. I'm like, ah. <laughs> all right. So, I invite you all. Let's raise our glass and and see what you think of uh, s'mores. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. So yeah, I can definitely say uh, the one thing I did notice is it's definitely a nitro because it had that beautiful cascade. 
Yes, it did. Mm, uh, it, uh, it did. Yeah. Very picturesque. Right. So yeah, it yeah. definitely physics. achieves all that. Yeah. <laughs> you got thing. It does have that very nice thick head. It's still sitting there. Looking good. It's nice and foamy. Nice tight I, bubbles. I'm, I'm not even going to lie. I am salivating, and it is so hard for me to work through the process <laughs> right. of looking, smelling. I just literally pulled this glass out of my mouth. I couldn't yeah. stop. I, I'll, I'll tell you what. My mouth watered a bit smelling yeah. it because yeah. you just you do smell everything on there. So here we to, go. You just want to skip everything <laughs> yeah, and drink yeah. it? Great. Just drink it, boys. It's dark in color. It has a nice head. It has a nice lace on the glass. It's it does all the right things. I think the only thing mm. we're missing here is just uh, just a nice campfire. Oh we, my god! You know? All oh, three geez. of your eyes rolled to the back of your head. I think that's a good sign. I literally saw what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how hard my eyes rolled back. <laughs> that's that. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, as uh, I would say, no way. The, There's no way this is real life. <laughs> I, I am now in a conflict. <laughs> Uh-oh. Because, well, two of my favorite beers from Southern Tier are the Thick Mint and the Creme Brulee. Also part of the Blackwater series, also very heavy dessert beers. <laughs> now this one has to come along and I have to rejudge everything. <laughs> I have to drink them all again. <laughs> I just can't tell. <laughs> it's a game changer. Yeah. Really. Uh, but no, what Cassandra said is exactly right. Like you, you get a taste of everything in there. Nothing outshines another one. And it is just that thick velvety s'more that if you're not near a campfire you should find one or start one and yeah. i'm gonna try not to because yeah. we're indoors right, right i was gonna now. say please do that outside that could tamper operations a little <laughs> hey guys it's hot in here why steve no <laughs> no but seriously it, as far as you know if you have like a top five top ten favorite beer list um this is going to make you rethink that list yes i guarantee it yeah, I, I mean, especially if you've drinking, if you had anything from the Blackwater series, like if you're a fan of that to begin with, I don't think I've ever had a bad one from that. But now this is just another good one. But it's a really, really, really good one. <laughs> it, 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 the thing is, I, I feel that it might sound like we're overblowing this a little bit. We're, we're not. We're not. <laughs> this is really, really good. No, we're not. You... Che check my untapped scores. The Crit and Belay is at the very top of mine. And now mm. this is close. So, <laughs> And if you listen to the last episode, uh, you know we don't sugarcoat anything. No. Oh, absolutely so. no. <laughs> I mean, there's a couple episodes you could listen to that you hear some real bad shit. So. <laughs> but yeah, no. I, ooh. I am a fan of the Crème Brûlée as well, mm -hmm. but this isn't as sweet. Right. So if no, you like not, your beer no. not to be as sweet but right. subtle flavor, this is where I think it surpasses creme brulee. Because to me, creme brulee is a touch too sweet. Yeah, I, I think know, a lot of people like, would say that. A, yeah, like a touch too right. sweet. You can't have multiple. You can't have multiple. Right. Like yeah. that's your dessert beer. Like you're right. drinking. Like for creme brulee, for most people, it's one and done. Mm -hmm. Not just because it's ten percent, but because it's it's to end the night it's on. That yeah, yeah, much. Like, yeah. I, I may have been known to sit at the bar for several hours <laughs> drinking several of these. Like, you, this is a beer that you can drink because I don't, um, I think what's reminiscent of some other dark beers that are on Nitro, which I won't name, I don't feel like this has a heavy mouthfeel and I don't feel like this makes me full. Right. Right, yeah. You yeah. have to drink a couple of them to get to where I'm at, but trust me on this. <laughs> Challenge accepted. I can drink several of these and not feel like I've had several 10 percent 
Yeah, it's not a bomb. It's not a bomb. Like it, it, yeah, it doesn't feel like a gut bomb while you're drinking yeah, it. You're I am chewing on it. Right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Is that just me? Do you guys have that same? No, like, I, I totally like, agree. Try the mouthfeel thing and yeah. see what you think. Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah, I think I, I, like, I feel like it's full, but it, like it's not, uh, yeah, like you said, it's not like a syrup. Right. Yeah. No, it's yeah. not syrupy at yeah. all. Velvety is a good word. Velvety. Yeah, and, and I think the nitro is what's helping that yes. along, is yes. what makes it a lot smoother. So, so yeah. The first experience that really pops into my mind, so go and stay with me on this. Okay. I'm go listening. to any high-end mattress store okay. in your small town. <laughs> Once you walk in, the first thing those salesmen are going to do are going to take you to the $10,000 crazy space foam bed. <laughs> but when you lay on that bed, it's smooth. You're soaking in memory foam. You it's like you've been it. there before. Yeah. That's what my lips feel <laughs> when they come into contact with this beer. <laughs> this is organic. I ain't, I ain't making this up. <laughs> this is tasty. <laughs> You're saying your tongue has sunk into it. <laughs> well, not my tongue, like 33% of my face. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so speaking on nitro, you guys may or may not know this. Our Blackwater series is moving towards nitro, so anything oh, really? Blackwater okay. is going to be nitro from here on out. I, I did see like the I think the next one that's supposed to come out is the chocolate milkshake. Yep, is yep, like what's a... next up. But yeah, yep. I didn't know that it was all moving that way. Yep, uh, that's the plan for now is the to continue on the nitro with our Blackwater. So well, I guess I really do have to retry them all again. Yep. <laughs> yeah, oh darn, oh nuts. This is a new game. <laughs> they are rewriting the rules. Yeah. And speaking of games. Haha, ha, thank you, Adam. <laughs> what a great segue. <laughs> so, yes, as Adam said, we are going to play a game, and uh, I have a little quiz devised, and we're going to split into teams. It's going to be Adam and Dennis representing Team yes. Hawk Nation versus Justin and Cassandra representing Team Southern Tier. The okay. theme of this quiz is all based upon the Blackwater series. As you may or may not know, the Blackwater series is a series of dessert beers that are of all kinds of different flavors. We talked creme brulee, but there's also a thick mint, you know, that mimics the Girl Scout cookie thin mint. And then there's cherry cordial that mimics the Valentine's Day gift. So, yeah, that's what we're going to be focusing on. But don't expect your knowledge of the Blackwater series to help you out. Yep, and that's any game with Steve. <laughs> you think you know, but you don't. It's, questioning my life right it's now. It's only mildly related. So uh, I'll give uh, Team Southern Tier the chance to... Do you want to go first or defer? Yeah, let's hear it. All right. Well, we have six questions, and I'll start with Team Southern Tier. And at the end of the six questions, uh, if you're tied, we'll go to a tiebreaker. But these six questions simply go like this. I'll give you a question. There is a multiple choice. If you try to get the question without getting multiple choice, you get two points. And if you get it with multiple choice, you get one point. If you miss, the other team will have a chance to steal. Okay. So, Got it. We'll start with the first question. One of the first recipes for s'mores appears in a 1920s Campfire Marshmallows cookbook full of 150 recipes. What is not a section in that book? What is not a section? Yeah. So cookbooks are devised, they're, they're divided into sections. What okay. would not be a section? You can take a guess, or you can go to multiple choice. So if you what, guess and get it wrong, it'll go to the other team. What is not a section in the cookbook? Yeah, what is not a section in the Campfire Marshmallows 150 Marshmallow Recipes? <laughs> Welcome to Questions with Steve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'd like to get our choices here. Okay, so your choices are A, salads, B, soups, 
C. Vegetables, or D. Sandwiches. What is not a section in the Marshmallow Campfire Cookbook? So the the name of the cookbook, can I ask a clarifying question, please? Yes. The name of the cookbook is Campfire Recipes. It's Campfire Marshmallows, 150 Recipes, so it's Campfire is the brand. Oh, Campfire is the brand. Right, right. Dennis, I'm sorry you can't impose a... <laughs> I don't know. We're okay. gonna, yeah, we're going to go with A, salads. A, salads. And that is incorrect. It's got to be soups. It couldn't have been gotta that be soups, easy. got to be soups. <laughs> you ain't eating no marshmallow soups. <laughs> we're jumping in on soups. Because soup, because marshmallow inside a soup would absorb more liquid, therefore be more of a solid. And At that point, yeah, you just cut, cut it no apart. Soup. Right. You guys That's don't have to explain it. Yes, it's soups. soups. <laughs> All right. Wait, you want the soups first, right? Wait, you're eating marshmallow salad, though? I mean, I don't get the reasoning yeah. here. Okay. I, I don't know how In how the how... 1920s, okay. everything was a salad. Oh, well, and it was just... To be fair, how else do you eat your salads? <laughs> I have yeah. to have something sweet in there. It's yeah. It's, they basically just put marshmallows and oranges and pecans together. That's a salad. Oh. <laughs> it's really lazy. They, it, they did lazy. get really silly yeah. back then. Okay. The, uh, right. we're, we're okay, now we, okay, now we have how the game is played. Yeah, right? we're, okay yeah. with, we're good now. Yeah, we're okay with just yep. missing one. Okay. S'mores, of course, fell under the sandwiches category. Of course. <laughs> of course. Oh All right, Team Hop Nation. This is your question. Salted caramel has scientifically proven to be addictive because our brains release opioid-like chemicals when we eat something. That is A, sweet, B, salty, C, fatty, or D, all of the above. Why our brain has that chemical reaction, right? That That's what we're choosing? What well, causes what that reaction? You know, yeah, because our brains you know, release an opioid when we eat something that's A, sweet, B, salty, C, fatty, or D, all of the above. What causes that opioid release? D, all the above. It's either, yeah, I, all the above. Yeah, D, all the above. And that's correct. Yeah. I feel like we're at a disadvantage because any woman who PMSs knows that D's the answer. I wouldn't have even had to take the ABCD. That's a multi-level I could have just told you that. Damn it. Justin was like, don't say it, bro. Don't do it. You're saying that? You're doing this? All right. Are you going there? Yes, I'm going there. Is like an equivalent question, please? Oh, trust me. I actually have a that time of the month survival kit at home for the wife. No, no. You laugh, but it's a scavenger hunt for Reese cups. Because I know that time's coming, and I hide sweets over the house, and I give her hints, and I'm like, go and be happy. <laughs> is that kind of like... why you're lovable. Elf on a shelf, but every month? <laughs> yes. 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 Elf on a shelf, but peanut butter cups. That's not bad. But that allows me to drink... This wonderful <laughs> beer, and maybe get in an hour or two of Xbox. <laughs> do what you got to do, brother. Yep, that's it. Do man. what you got to do. All right, question three for Team Southern Tier. Which city was the first to sell commercially baked Girl Scout cookies? You were a brownie. You were a brownie. Did we just guess a city? Uh, State or city? City. Do you want to go for it, or do you want to get the multiple choice? If you go for it, we're you down to get nothing. two points. Yeah, we're down to nothing, right? We're down yeah, to you're nothing. down to nothing, correct? Yeah. So if you go for it, you get two points if you get it correct. It's a good guess. Okay. Let's do it. We're just going with uh, Chicago. Um, sorry, that's incorrect. Yeah. Oh man, you guys are so brave. She wrote down a state. She was so confident. Yeah. I was so confident. We picked yeah. a state. All right, no, no. All right. All right. We'll hand it over. They're going to multiple choice it anyway. Can we hear? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh. Here's, 
Not that I have a better guess. It's just they went out on a limb, Adam. They went all the way out. We'll we, yeah. we, right we, we you I mean, you guys are two ahead. Why do you, you know? Yeah. It could be this 10 percenter. <laughs> I can get you more. <laughs> Let's just say. Super if, confident, yes. Dennis. If you might want to yes. throw the game, there might be some <laughs> s'mores in it for you. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm a dirty dog. I'll make this work. <laughs> He'll sell you out real right. quick, Adam. We get a, re, a reread of the question. Let's hear this again. Yes, what was the okay. question again, please? So the reread of the question is, which city was the first to sell commercially baked Girl Scout cookies? That's the key. Can we get a decade of when it came out? No. Damn it. <laughs> New York City. I'm going to say Cleveland. Cleveland? Yeah. Why? Why not? <laughs> no. We're All going right. New York City. Okay. New York City is also incorrect. Uh, if it's is Cleveland, Cleveland correct? No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> of course You're not. You were so confident. No. But <laughs> felt good. It did feel good. Cleveland should never feel good. Actually. <laughs> Sports-wise, everything else, I love Cleveland. Whatever. And he sticks to no, I love, love the food. Yeah. yeah, love the food. Well, melt is pretty damn good. It so. is pretty yeah. swag. Uh, the the correct answer though is Philadelphia. Oh, ah. I never would really have thought about that. I no. never would have either. Yeah, yeah. They they originally sold uh, commercially baked cookies in 1934. Uh. And then it was the next year that New York picked it up. Uh, Just out of curiosity, what were the four multiple choice answers? Uh, the four choices were New York, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, uh, and Muskogee, Oklahoma. Damn. Which is where... Throw so we still had a chance of being wrong because we did oh, yeah. guess New York. I, well, I, I you would have said New York. Yeah. I, I think we would have went that way. No, you wouldn't. Oh, no, stop. An Ogie from Muskogee? Why wouldn't you? <sighs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> he has a point. All right. <laughs> Question four, Team Hop Nation. Cherry cordials are a popular Valentine's Day gift. They're derived from cherries being soaked in alcohol known as a cordial. What was the original use of a cordial? I have no clue. I have no clue. We got to go for the one I am not that. I feel like that's a romantic thing, and I am not romantic. (laughs) That ain't me. That ain't me. So you want your choices? Uh, We want all the options. All right. A, heart medicine. B, skin ointment. C, a gout cure, or D, a hemorrhoid de-inflamer? Holy hell. Definitely not a gout cure because alcohol actually inflames gout. Oh, um, so okay. that's definitely out. Okay. Um, I'm not going with hemorrhoids because uh, I feel weird. like no one would ever admit it to that. Agreed. So it's either A or B. Can we get A or B again? A heart medicine. or a Heart skin- medicine because alcohol actually thins your blood is the route I would go. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, A, heart medicine. You are correct. Holy shit, nicely done. (laughs) (laughs) Anything I can relate back to physically. Fun facts. (laughs) Cherries are good for gout. Oh, Oh. yeah, cherry extract is... That's... that would be a weird combination of a trigger plus a treatment. Right. Well, right, that's why. He's cordial. He didn't have cordial cherry cordial. Soaked in yeah. Alcohol. So the original right. cordials were just alcohol that yes. were taken, and cord, you know, the Latin root means heart. Oh, and the, damn, yeah. So that. it was all taken because it was supposed to, you know, raise your heart rate and help circulation. Damn. Like you were saying, it thins yeah. your blood. So yeah. Hey man, I'm on it. This game. You are I having just a want to interject at this part of the game that Justin and I are relieved that we only have to do this once and feel very sorry for you boys <laughs> that you have to do this. We do it every, every time you do a podcast. Time. But you know, not every time. <laughs> but a lot of times. <laughs> to be this, fair, like, this I get it now. I, I was nervous, and I 
Rightly it's so. A thing. Yeah. It's definitely a thing. Every month, honestly, I train a whole month. Like I just watch <laughs> informational videos. Watch that Jeopardy. Know what Steve's gonna throw out. Get on. Right. Get on Wikipedia at three a.m. <laughs> yeah. Like I do. Right, Steve, do we have any left, or did we? Just oh, we lose? got two. We got two more okay, questions. Good. Yeah, okay, we got okay. two more questions. All you right. have a chance. You still have a chance to win. No, we don't. But okay. Yeah. You're nice. Go ahead. <laughs> so Terry's chocolate orange is one of the more famous English candies that we get over here in the U.S. After the Cadbury egg. Uh, which is not a discontinued flavor of what the Cadbury egg of the Terry's chocolate orange. That's that foil one, like wrapped in yeah. foil and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So this They're one good. is this one also kind of depends just on the choices. Yeah. So no, like the one I gave to choices. you guys. So. You guys already learned that lesson. Yeah, yeah. We're taking the choices. Yeah. Yeah. So when you do the two point swing, but we'll take the choices. <laughs> yeah, I would have no idea. Sometimes it's best to lay up. I've learned that the hard way. <laughs> I mean, like, at least know what yeah. city is. I can some. I can <laughs> right. yeah. So your choices are: A is for apple, B is for lemon, C is for raspberry, and D is for mint. Which is not a discontinued flavor of apple, the cherries. Lemon, raspberry, and mint. Which is not yeah. discontinued one? Right. Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, three out of the four are done. That means three out of the four are discontinued. No longer around. But I'm not going to say it yet. I know which one it is. Terry's chocolate. Um, may I ask a clarifying question? Because I've never heard of Terry's chocolate, please. Oh, okay. Go ahead. It, are all of these paired with chocolate? Or are these flavors on their own? So Terry's chocolate orange was originally, it's a it's a basically a ball of chocolate that's shaped like an orange and it comes in a foil and then you can split it apart and it's like orange slices all the other flavors i mentioned they're not orange but they're still in the ball and orange slice <laughs> <laughs> <It's just> silliness <laughs> typically on holidays okay go ahead go for it yeah, it's a real christmas it's a real christmas yeah. holiday yeah all right we're gonna phone a friend here Okay. No, <laughs> no, no. Call out he to the bartender. To that. <laughs> like, so if you like, call okay, someone okay. right now, I feel like Steve would yeah, allow I think it. You would. If you had so, if you had somebody at the bar on the line, I would have let it go. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, we, it's I, Team Southern I, Tier. That's the whole you, team. You, you have, have an entire yeah, bar and restaurant available to you. Do you want to try Finn? Do it. This is so awesome. What would happen if we called Finn right now and asked him? Should pull Mike in. No, he wouldn't know. We got to do. We're going with mint. Mint. Is the only one that's still around, we're saying. Mint is the only one that's still around. Unfortunately, that's incorrect. Oh. oh. Team we Hop Nation. One, two, two three. three. Raspberry. And you guys have got the point. <laughs> well, that wasn't on our radar either, because I was looking at lemon or apple. So We both looked at each other. We're like, raspberry. Fine. So apple actually preceded the chocolate orange. And was discontinued, I think, in the 50s. Lemon was the 70s and 80s. And mint discontinued in 2012. Why would anybody think that chocolate and apple would go well together? And just so you guys know, we're not normally this good. Yeah. You they really are. Like, they really are. Last episode, I'm going to say like the, it's the s'mores. Yeah. It's yeah. the hope s'mores. of getting more s'mores. It's fine. The window is open. It has <laughs> omega-3s, which is good for brain health. You gave these boys brain juice, and they're all full of desserts now, and they're thinking desserts. What would two do? We're solving world hunger. <laughs> All right, give us one we can answer, brother. Well, Come it's on, actually Steve. well. No, I mean, it's it's a third question, no, third question you know but we'll just give ours. You want to defer? Yeah. We'll defer. All right, triple or nothing. All right, triple or nothing Ooh. on this one. We'll so make that it fancy. Make it fancy. Hey, I'm well, I mean, for a second one. I'm trying to throw this game. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to point out your glass is empty, <laughs> and he is working for a second. All right, tri- 
Uh, I'll say this one's worth four points. Ooh, Ooh. Four points. Because you guys have four points. So. Oh, and then yeah, that will bring so us to the tiebreak. Tie it'll take it to the tiebreak. And it's four points with giving the options, not just guessing. Four right, 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 right. We're taking it serious. Yeah, I know. So, your question for four points, and it doesn't matter if you go multiple choice, it'll still be worth four points. What year were Samoas added to the portfolio of Girl Scout cookies? Oh, damn. Oh, I wish I would have stayed in brownies. You need at least three weeks in brownies to get that. <laughs> <laughs> Got to. Dude, so out. Yeah, we're going to need some options. Uh, yeah. I'll we're give you your options options. options since it doesn't matter which yeah. way. Uh, A, 1991, B, 1975, C, 1964, or D, 1948. I eat them. I like them. Oh, I, I don't them. remember when you were a kid. Did you have some? I never went. Yeah. I mean, you I had Samoa when you, you were a kid. Yeah, you were indoctrinated but, into but the I don't know when I was a kid. <laughs> That's never happened. So Sandra circled one. I'm, I'm kind of nodding my head. I think we have an answer. Okay, yeah. We're going to go with 75. And for four points, Team Southern Tier ties it up. Oh, yeah! Yes! Yes! You guys are awesome! Let's get a good contact. <laughs> you know, I... Ironically, that's when I left the brownies. <laughs> I was going to ask you, so I personally didn't have a bookmark for any clue, but I was going to say, did you know about that when you were in brownies? If the well, answer I was yes, Samoa being around when I was it has to have been. So, yeah. yeah so. Oh, man, that's awesome. Can, oh God, can I just I'm throw out here. Uh, that whenever we celebrated that answer, everybody in the bar looked at us. <laughs> well, behind like, the glass of the brew house, we're kind of like, like, you know, animals in the zoo right we now. Are, anyway, oh, they're like, what are, they "What are they doing? What are they doing?" Or yeah, exhibit. are, are like they a, on exhibit? Like right? five yeah. harambe's oh, yeah. just <laughs> <Right>. hanging out. <laughs> hey, don't let no kids fall in here. Kids <laughs> <laughs> at a brewery, they fall in here. They get drunk. <laughs> I think everybody's just wondering, it's like, can we go in and have fun? Yeah. What are we <laughs> How do you get in there? Yeah, <laughs> they're drinking in, and, <laughs> and the doors are pushed. By the way, I keep pulling on doors, not opening. <laughs> so that's the first deterrent. <laughs> All right. Well, Adam, with, if we lose, it's total hubris that yeah, brings us down. Yeah, it's no, hubris because you guys said it was okay for them to have four points in last. We did it to ourselves. <laughs> did it to yourself. That damn stout man. <laughs> Welcome to ten percent. <laughs> it's so tasty. So with that, we are on to our tiebreaker question, and that means it's going to be with a wager question. Ooh. Yeah. All of them. All of them. Well, not, yeah, I mean, not wager your points, but it's just guessing the number. Closest to the oh, number. that one. Yeah, right. closest to the number. That's what I mean. Like line guess 2300 so last yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> Traveling back to 1933, <laughs> when they were selling. Se- it's going to get all wavy. Ooh. I know, you got to do the, the wave. last line Time tanks machine. of old Latrobe. <laughs> Time machine. I'll put the post-production in. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. But traveling back to 1933, when they were selling Girl Scout cookies in Philadelphia, I want you to tell me how much were six boxes of Girl Scout cookies? In terms of American dollars? Yes, in terms of American dollars. Where else would they be? Oh, it could have been a hit market in Mexico. <laughs> Listen, See, they could I'm have ta- had distribution. I'm talking about Philadelphia. This is Philadelphia where they sold the cookies. How much were the cookies I, I'm in Philadelphia? At, I'm wrong at a 10% stout right now. <laughs> so Don't be giving me Lira. Don't be giving me <laughs> Leroy Jenkins answers. <laughs> yeah. Um, so 1933, Philadelphia. Six, six boxes. Six so, boxes of Girl Scout uh, cookies in 1933. Was obviously a thing. So think of the value of a dollar then. Um, I'm going to go with 30, 1933. 1933. 30 cents. 
30 cents 30 for cents. six boxes? I disagree. Dude, you get a freaking cheeseburger for a nickel or a quarter. <laughs> I don't know. wasn't alive. Um, One of them silver ones. Team Hop Nation seems me. to have an argument. Does Team Southern Tier have an actual answer? <laughs> Yes, we're going to go. Are, are you going to take their 30 cents? Like I'm not taking their 30 cents. Is this like a one no. cent thing where no. we can like one dollar? Yes. No, you can't price this right. It, if you go over, it's fine. Yeah, it was it's just closest to. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing was half yeah. the price. It was Andrew, all. I think we're going to go with 60 cents. I don't know what that is. 60 cents? 60 cents. Okay. What is it today? Do some team hop na- team hop nation it is not it's a dollar or less you're saying a dollar what did you guys less? guess i'm not telling you you have to figure this you out you want to go a bucko five you guys you guys took too much time arguing <laughs> you want to compromise on a bucko five adam i'm telling you 50 cents you're going 50 cents 50 this cents. is on you buddy 1933 this is on you Put it on me your shoulders all right 50 speaking cents. of the mic 50 cents all right so team hop nation their bid is 50 cents for six boxes oh, of six boxes. Are you serious? <laughs> I thought it was per box. <laughs> it's been locked in. It's too late. It's been locked in. It's too late. Their bid is fifty cents for six boxes of Girl Scout cookies. Team Southern Tier has locked in the bid of sixty cents. <laughs> Oh, you no, didn't I hear. Jeez, I heard nothing. <laughs> the price for six boxes of Girl Scout cookies in Philadelphia in 1933 is $1.24. Oh, oh, shit. We win! Meaning, they win. closest. <laughs> but the real winner is me, because I get a second one of that stuff. <laughs> Through the game, pretending like I didn't know it was six boxes. I didn't know. Adam. I the power know, of so. beer right there. <laughs> Power of beer prevails. Coming from behind, Team Southern Tier has again shown that Team Hop Nation is very so bad it was, it was with a, games. Steve, it was a dollar what? Dollar twenty-four for six. Can boxes. you divide that by six for me, real quick? No, it's like twenty-three cents yeah. for. Okay. I did yeah. say it was less than fifty percent. Yeah, fifty cents. When I thought it was a per box. I, th- I thought in thirty-three it would be about ten cents a box. Because mm. right now I think you pay three forty-nine. Yeah. Okay. So I was guessing, like, in 33, it would be, like, 10 cents a box. If you were better at fractions, Adam, I said half of anything. But I, actually, that's more expensive okay, than I thought. <laughs> like, that's actually, they made a pretty good margin in 33, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And for a dollar for six, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's, that's real good. Yeah. Look at us. Girl Scouts have always had the economics. <laughs> yeah. They just look for a lot of, like, big guys, and they're like, you. <laughs> you. You want a dozen boxes, don't you? But I wonder how many were in a box, and I wonder what the ingredients were back then, because they probably were yeah. bomb. Not too many synthetic ingredients. Yeah, no, it was right? all like, naturally made. It was, like, so. grandma all, made like, these. sugar and yeah. lard. Dude. Yeah. Oh, ooh. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. Ooh. Even the top end like makers weren't using out of a trunk of a car. I up until four years ago used my Girl Scout cookies by the box load out of a trunk of cars. So. <laughs> <laughs> but once when I got married, that I wasn't allowed to do that anymore. Wait, I feel like this comes full circle because before we sat down to like really talk on mic mm. I was explaining that I was a brownie for yep. approximately two weeks, and you actually looked up the uniform. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Sure did. That, was that was bad. It may have been an ugly uniform, but this was not an ugly beer that we had. The s'mores by Southern Tier. I love the empty glasses around the table. This warms my heart. Mine was empty too quick. (laughs) I'm trying to save her mine. Mine didn't go down as quick. I was hosting too much. So I wanted to to save her as well. Yeah, that ain't happening. It it just, I I had to keep going back. It's true. Uh, This is, this is legit. I'd say, I'd say one of the top 10 beers we've had on the show. Yes. I would say so too. Yeah. 
And I, I wanted to jump back to something that uh, Cassandra mentioned at the top of the segment was that when the beer warms up, it doesn't really change that much. Like, you don't have to wait right. for the flavors to open up. And that's something I've noticed. Like, my, my beer is a little bit warmer, but it's not changed on me. It's still the same balance. It's still that same flavors that come through yes. all the way through. And, and that's something you'll notice with a lot of, you know, big stouts, heavy stouts that have a lot of adjuncts and stuff like that. They'll evolve uh, as you go through the temperature change. Yeah. This stayed fantastic the whole way through. Yeah, this one just stays the same, and that's good because I don't have to want to wait around for right. it to warm up. For those notes to open up. Unfortunately, I can't comment on that. Mine didn't get up. You just went away. Warm up. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like David Blaine. Mine appeared like 30 feet away inside my stomach. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're good enough to go to the podium. As most of the listeners know, we like to take all three beers that we drank tonight and we rank them on a podium, bronze, silver, and gold. Uh, it doesn't really mean too much because we're not really comparing it against anything, and especially tonight because well, all the beers were good. Yeah, yeah all true. the beers were good yeah. tonight, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just all per- personal preference and taste, I think, tonight. So, uh, oh, man. I'll start out. Okay. This is a tough I'll, one. I'll start out, yeah. yeah I, I'm, start see- out I'm seeing some confused yeah. faces, so I'll start out. Uh, bronze, I'm, I'm going to give to the Hazy IPA, uh, just because it, it is a good beer. It's really drinkable. It's really refreshing. It's something you're definitely going to want to put a number of them down, like on a hot summer day, especially before a Pirates game. <laughs> like, you can come in here and have a good number of those and get ready for the game, like, that way. Uh, it's just personal taste, like I already said. And so that one's bronze. I like Hazy IPAs, but... I like things with coffee more, and then I like fatty boy <laughs> stouts even more. So, so with that said, you know, silver is going to go to the coffee blonde. It's a really good beer, and it's definitely comparable to the Spoon City or to the Spoon Wood Cold si- Cold Drip City. I'll get there. there <laughs> I'll you get go. to it. You done did it. Yeah, it, it's very comparable to that beer. They're both, you know, very easy drinking beers. So. This one is nice because it has that local flair and it has a different coffee flavor, but it's still very prominent. You can taste it, and but it does fade into that Blondale that makes you want to come back for more. So it's just a repeat drinker, and at 5%, you can have a lot of those as well. But sure. gold goes to this Blackwater Series s'mores on Nitro because shit. Because why <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> Yeah, it's such a really good beer, and you know, as a perpetual fan of the Blackwater series, it's just another in my belt that I have to remind myself to get a hold right. of, and that's all that it is to it. It's it's an even drinker. We've talked about it at length already, and it's really good. Adam Dennis, I'll go. What the hell? Uh, so I'm <laughs> gonna. Re- re- I'm just really bold and confident with that ten percent. <laughs> <laughs> He's sitting a little taller. I am. <laughs> so I'm gonna reflect what Steve said there uh, in the bronze medal position. I'm gonna put the uh, the hazy IPA there, and the reason that's there is not because of the craftsmanship and not because of the beer itself, but simply because of my personal tastes. Uh, I'm not an IPA guy, uh, but. I'll say that this is a strong uh, bronze medal position because it is a good beer uh, for the style. For what it is, it's really good. If anybody enjoys a New England or a hazy style IPA, grab it. It's worth it. Uh, it's not super sweet uh, like other hazy IPAs we've had in the past. Brew dog, I'm looking at you. Uh, grab it. Enjoy it. 
in the silver medal position, I got to go with this coffee blonde. Uh, this is a very, very drinkable beer. This is the beer that you want to grab if you're out in the beer garden here at Southern Tier. Grab it. Drink it. Talk with some friends. Empty that glass. Go get another one. Repeat as necessary. Uh, when you're done repeating it, grab an Uber home. That's the way your evening should be. <laughs> Bottom line. Be safe. <laughs> yes. Uh, however, unfortunately, it came up against a Goliath that is this s'mores beer. Uh, well, shit. Uh, <laughs> really good beer. And I, I, I know it sounds like we're kind of blowing smoke up your ass a little bit here, Justin. But no. <laughs> no. This is really good beer. <laughs> and I am... I am grabbing a crowler of this uh, on the way out, just so you know, because uh, I'll put my money behind this beer, because I'm taking it home, period. So that goes in the gold medal position. Ditto. Very cool. Yeah. Dennis. All right. Guess I'm up. So I think this may be the first time in Hop Nation USA history where we had all three exact same lineups. So in the bronze position... It's definitely going to go to the hazy. Really tasty. Love the beer. Really well balanced. Um, in the silver bracket, is definitely going to go the coffee, uh, the coffee blonde. You get that full bouquet of coffee on your nose. You get a little bit of coffee up front, but it evolves into a blonde uh, ale on the back end. Really, really tasty. But I'm telling you guys, right now, you're hearing this live. That S'mores beer, Blackwater Series, Southern Tier, Nitro, get your hands on it. Because that is insane. I feel like I'm dropping the hottest single in 1998. <laughs> like, you got to get down here. This shit is good hate oh, me now sweet baby jesus <laughs> i want another sweet, one like a like funky beats just it is so yeah. good like the mouthfeel the complexity the 30 the one third of your face that's gonna dive into that memory foam mattress of a beer is just so <laughs> delicious yeah that's it that's what i got get it all right so that comes to our favorite part is anytime we're at a brewery, we like to ask our guests to rank their babies. Uh, Cassandra or Justin, I'll let you choose who wants to go first, but you got to go bronze, silver, and gold. I I feel like Justin ranking his babies, that's hard. Because these three are all Justin's babies. So this is... Everyone has a favorite kid. You got to give him the final world, the final, like final, final in this one. So... um, I'm not a New England IPA drinker, so Hazy goes to bronze. Um, I can appreciate what Justin has done with this beer, and I love the fact that so many people in our community love this beer. So, um, you know, North Shore Fog, Hazy IPA, it's been a staple, and I've seen it bring a lot of people a lot of pleasure. That's that's blonde, or that's bronze. Uh, Silver Coffee, I'm with you guys. Like, Everything about coffee, I think it's an easy drinker. I think it's a very approachable blonde. If you like coffee, it's 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 a great beer. So um, I like the subtlety of that. I, I really like the nose trick with with the coffee, and oh, I like man. doing that with guests. Um, I, you know, I, I don't know how much we've talked about this on, but off, I know we've talked about me being a lush for the s'mores. Uh, <laughs> so right now, I'm going to be sad to see this one go out of season, and I do love it. I think. Um, you know, I, I, I find Blackwaters to be great. 
um, but I find me always stopping at one. This is the one black water that I don't stop at just one. Um, so, you know, I, and, and it does sound like we're blowing a lot of smoke, but I think you need to try it. And once you try it, you'll understand what we're talking about here today. So, um, those are the babies. I, I agree with the boys. The yeah. podcast boys. <laughs> USA boys. Yeah, I mean, I'll yep. go off that. I mean, the hype is real for the s'mores. It's, uh, it's a great beer. Um, as far as the ones I make, I feel like I'm ranking my kids here. You know, who do I love more? <laughs> but, uh, I'm just going to go with, I'm going to put the coffee blonde in front of the hazy just because of, you know, what it means to me as my first recipe. Mm-hmm. Um, just the, the continued you know, action we see with it here behind the bar. Um it was cool to see the hazy IPA kind of you know turn into a brand as well. Um, it was kind of cool to see you know be a part of that research and development. But um, yeah, if I'm going to rank them, I'll probably have to go bronze to the hazy. We'll go silver with the coffee blonde. Uh, you know, out of the two that that are made here, and then uh, I agree with you guys. I think uh, you know like anybody out there, if you see this on the shelves, bring some cans. You know, show up to your campfire, your party, your backyard. Really share this beer with people because they'll be impressed. So. Right on. Right on. Like you said, like it's awesome that like the two beers that you we had that were brewed by you are constantly down here, you know, the yeah. hazy and the coffee. Sure. And then on top of that, the s'mores was partially developed by you. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. you've had your hand in all of these beers right. and yeah. damn they're all good. <laughs> they're all good. It's a touch of Justin. Yeah. yeah. Touch I mean, of Justin. I mean honestly, we're blessed to have him and, and we're thankful that he's our head brewer. So, you know, his constant innovation and and I, I think what we appreciate is Justin listens to the staff and he listens to the guests and he he base like the next beer is based on, hey, I want to tweak this a little bit or I want to do this a little bit. And, you know, it was, a, it was like even this morning, you know, Justin approached us at 10 o'clock in the morning. He's like, here's my next one. And we're like, <laughs> Justin, it's 10 a.m. Like he's so excited to like share what what's next. And, yeah. you know, I, I, his passion for brewing, I think, comes through in what we serve here and and how we're able to get his brand out there. So we're really appreciative of what he does. Well, unfortunately, Adam, I think that makes you not the pride of Venango County anymore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> technically. <laughs> Actually. Actually. I haven't been here long enough to hear that title. <laughs> when you make a friend, but that one friend takes everything from you. <laughs> <laughs> so betrayed. <laughs> it's literally an episode of Game of Thrones. But as you go share. <laughs> There doesn't need to be a favorite. Yeah. We can all share in that. <laughs> With that, though, I'd like to turn it over again to Cassandra and Justin. Uh, just promote anything that you have coming up, any events or your social media. You know, Justin, if you're, I know some brewers like to get into the mix on Twitter. If you're one of those brewers, let everybody know how they can follow you. And yeah, um, I'm, I'm not really active on Twitter. I do have an Instagram. Um, you know, it's out there. It would be my name, I guess, Justin Shaw. But I've got some numbers in there. Um, so it'd be J-U-S-T-I-1-N-5-S-5-C-H-A-U. Um, but, yeah, if you want to follow me on social media, you, uh, you're, you, um, I take a lot of stories of kind of the daily you know operations here. You know, you're welcome to follow me there. Um, Cassandra can kind of plug you guys in on, on different stuff as far as our brand, I guess. Yeah. Justin is a, Justin's, in, Justin's picks are fire. Like he has a, such a good eye, so um, I would definitely recommend following him. Um, and you can get to him too off of the Southern Tier. So all of the Southern Tier Pittsburgh handles are STBC Beer underscore PGH. 
So um, our logo is always the one in black and gold. That's the one here. So all of the Southern tier is STBC beer, but we're underscore PGH to follow. You can tell it's Pittsburgh because black and gold. <laughs> yeah. Yes, black and gold. Black so, and gold. Uh -huh. anyway. <clears throat> so that's where we're at. Um, in terms of things coming up, I, I would say just check out, like, follow us on any one of the social medias. Um, we're most active on Instagram. Facebook, you learn more about events. Instagram is sort of like daily updates. And then uh, Twitter is there, but Twitter and beer, just, it's an interesting Oh, yes. Yeah, we've noticed a lot of things lately, then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think we, we, we primarily stick to Instagram and Facebook, although we do have a Twitter. So it's all Beer underscore PGH. And, I, I mean, if you're coming down to a game this season, stop in. You know, if you're pit tailgating or anything on the North Shore, Regatta, Arts Festival, there's always something happening in the city. And, you know, on the weekends, we do open at 10 a.m. A lot of people don't realize that. So if you're here for one of the 5Ks that happen on the North Shore, literally five times a weekend, stop in, uh, grab a beer after and, and cheers with your friends for completing your 5K. So, um, you know, we hope to see you down here. Or if you want to while out before you go to the War Hall. <laughs> <laughs> True. Well, yeah, right. we get some museum, you know, tell yeah. games, you know, you know, We'd be surprised, like, how many people come over from the Science Center on the weekends yeah. and um, Stage AE pre-concerts. Oh, and, yeah, for you sure. Know, like, yeah. it's honestly, like, we're built for those kind of, you know, right. we're, we should be your pre-game spot. So, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, we we're pre pleased to be voted last year the best place to pre-game pre on the North Shore. Nice. Uh, we're hoping to take that title back. Yeah. Um, you Spend know, my bachelor party here. We got you. We got you. Started. Hold on. You spent your bachelor party here, and you had your wedding reception in Allegheny City. Yeah, no, I got some problems. <laughs> are you into? Are you into beer or something? I'm, I don't I'm know. Into the beers. <laughs> he likes the beers. So, so does that mean that the baby shower is going to be with Jake Beer? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> happen. I'm going to make a whole Who's North Shore it? round. <laughs> I like it. That's I like up to it. me. It's up to Sammy. <laughs> all right. If you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA, and that'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher, including Stitcher, Podbean, Google uh, Podcasts now. Yes, yeah. yeah. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio laughable uh, and that's all i can remember at this time <laughs> but if you're on any of those platforms leave us a five-star review because we are a six-star show but they only let us use five and that's a bigger crime than us not getting canned spirits from southern tier we'll have to settle <laughs> oh my god settle for taking crowlers of s'mores home tonight <laughs> <laughs> if you guys are looking for us dennis guy first sip brew box all of our handles are at first sip brew box we'll be featuring southern tier for our father's day brew box for the month of june so hit us up we're working closely with these guys to come up with a really unique brew box to send out we still have some leftover veterans brew boxes as well right um so make sure you slide in those dms and soak those up some of the proceeds are going for a really good cause for veterans uh in pa foundation 
Yeah, and the Veterans Brew Box had that exclusive T-shirt that you can get. So absolutely, we yeah. worked with an active duty military artist who designed everything in a war zone. Dude. So fun fact, came out a little crooked. Couldn't blame him. Mortars <laughs> falling all around. So we had to work and get stuff, you know, a little squared away there. But it, it's really heartfelt um, showcase between, uh, you know, with the Memorial Day veterans no longer here, cheersing the veterans that are currently still around. So it's really really cool. But again, Father's Day. We got the brew box for you. Uh, I just want to thank Justin and Cassandra and Southern Tier in general for having us in and letting us, letting us drink your beers and talk everything over. Uh, that was great. I yeah. appreciate you guys even putting us on the radar and uh, wanting to stop in. So it was, Absolutely. It was a great time, man. Uh, now, if you excuse me, I'm going to the bar. I'm going to go get all my crowlers filled. <laughs> uh, does anybody have anything else? Okay. Right. Well, then we'll be back next week with episode 110. I don't know what's happening yet, so no previews. <laughs> Southern Tier Episode 2. Uh, uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't call it a comeback. Yeah. <laughs> don't promise things like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you. Cheers, Bugaboo out.